thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, high levels of triglycerides, a type of fat long demonized for their potential role in heart disease and strokes, may actually contribute to a lower risk of dementia and a slower cognitive decline over time compared to people who had lower levels of triglycerides. This study published in an online issue of Neurology looked at over 18,000 people with an average age of 75 who did not have a prior diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease or dementia and found a correlation. The authors were careful to point out, though, that it does not prove that higher levels of triglycerides, in fact, prevent dementia. Triglycerides are fatty acids and are the most common type of fat found in the blood. They contribute up to 95% of dietary fats. Study author Zen Zhu from Monash University in Melbourne, Australia, said that higher triglyceride levels may be reflective of better overall health and lifestyle behaviours that would protect against dementia. Our findings suggest that triglyceride levels may serve as a useful predictor for dementia risk and cognitive decline in older populations. Researchers looked at participants' measurements of total cholesterol, triglycerides, low-density lipoprotein cholesterol, or LDL, and high-density lipoprotein cholesterol, or HDL, each of the six years of the study. After adjusting for variables that it could affect risk of dementia, including education and cholesterol-lowering treatments, research found every doubling of triglyceride levels was associated with an 18% lower risk of developing dementia. Researchers also found that higher triglycerides were associated with a slower decline in composite cognition, a combined result from tests of global function, psychomotor speed, language, and executive function and memory over time. Future studies are needed to investigate whether specific components within triglycerides may help promote better cognitive function, with the hope of developing new preventative strategies, said the authors. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion on this is, well, this just makes sense. You know, this is simple biology. You know, we know that triglycerides are the most common type of fat in your body. We know they come from foods, especially butter and oils and other fats that we've been demonizing and, and telling everyone not to eat as much of. We know that they can also be produced from extra calories your body's consumed that it doesn't need right away. You know, your body stores that energy as triglycerides, so it can use it as a later date. And so we understand the importance of triglycerides. We know that they're really important for providing energy for our body, and we know that they're really important for especially providing energy for our brain and, and avoiding that dip in energy between meals. We also know that if we consume excessive amounts of food, especially excessive calories, then that can lead to excessive amounts of triglycerides, which can then cause problems later on, or at the very least be associated with problems later on as a result, maybe not necessarily of the triglycerides, but maybe even just as a result of those extra calorie foods that we're consuming, you know, and the other effects of those foods. So I think we'd, it'd be great to start to split this study up and look at it more closely. You know, what is it specifically about the triglycerides that can be helpful? And what is it specifically that can be harmful. You know, is it the triglycerides we consume that cause problems or is it the triglycerides created within our bodies um, as a result of those excess calories that can cause problems when it comes to things like stroke and heart disease? And, and then on the flip side, you know, which one is it that gives us the benefits in terms of our brains? Is that consuming triglycerides or is it excessive uh, consumption of calories creating the storage of triglycerides? You know, are those helpful and or beneficial. You know, my suspicion is that uh, we're looking at two different things here. You know, the consumption of 
healthy fats, which can provide energy for our body and for our brain. They can be slow-burning energy, you know, less likely to cause spikes in our calories because of the, the satiety, because of the, the, their ability to fill us up. My suspicion is those might be the ones that, that give us more of the beneficial effects. And it may be that the triglycerides created as a result of overconsumption of high-caloric foods, particularly high-caloric foods that don't satiate us, which is which is often the really high sugar and carbohydrate-based foods, is it those that are then causing problems, you know, that are then causing other issues down the train related to, you know, strokes and heart disease and those kind of things. So I think it'd be really interesting to do some follow-up studies in that. Uh, my suspicion is that that might be what we see if we look more closely into that. But I think more research needs to be done. So you know, it's important to remember triglycerides are very important for the function of your body and especially important for the function of your brain. Your brain is predominantly fat um, and needs fat as fuel in order to function really well. So I think in an era where we've come through several decades of demonizing fat and telling everyone to avoid fat and, and even giving people medications in order to lower their fat, you know, we know that statins, for example, lower cholesterol, but they can sometimes be used to lower triglycerides as well if it's felt that that's a problem. You know, we need to be mindful of what we're doing to these fats in our bodies. What are we doing to artificially reduce those fats in our bodies? And what are the flow-on effects and consequences of that in terms of that energy supply to our body and especially to that energy supply to our brain, which, as we said, is linked to things like depression and slower cognitive decline. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation about this or any other episode of This Week in Wellness, join my Healthy Lifestyle Choices Facebook group or find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.